Welcome everyone to Unpacking Perspectives. I'm Nicole Davison, your host, and I am so excited for this first episode. For today, I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself and share my vision and my hopes for this podcast. You know, all of my life experiences I've had to date, they make up the person that I am today. We've all been on our own journey that shapes our own perspective, and this is mine. Much of this podcast is going to focus on careers and pretty much topics centered around career choice. But as we all know, life happens. There will be times that we talk about just that, life happening. Times that I hope to help you possibly understand a struggle that you or a loved one might be going through from a personal perspective, but I'm not a clinician. I'm simply someone that deeply cares about making a positive impact, and I've decided to share my own journey that is challenging at times as it's been. It's provided me a framework for never giving up. I hope that sometimes you'll listen, and something we talk about might help you feel less alone. It also might help you feel more understood, but it also might help you understand a different perspective of someone in your own life that maybe you've been struggling with. Professionally, I'm a career counselor and a board-certified career coach. I've worked in and out of higher education for almost 20 years. I started my career in sales, and once I discovered the staffing industry, I found a foundation and a passion that really evolved with me over the last 25 years. I learned quickly in my time in corporate that I preferred more to help people be successful rather than be the one to climb to the top. I have many stories and experiences to share with all of you as we get to know one another. One of the roles I'm most proud of, I am the mom of an incredible young man. Presently, he's 11 years old. He acts like he's 16 and everything that I do is either annoying or embarrassing. I'm a law enforcement wife to one of the hardest working men I've ever known. He has served our state for the past 16 years, and a law enforcement family is a badge that I wear proudly. Our life has not been easy, yet I wouldn't trade it for the world. I'm a motherless daughter and a parentless parent. I lost my mom when I was 15 years old to cirrhosis after a long struggle with alcoholism. And I lost my dad when I was 34 years old after a seven-year battle with stage four liver cancer. My son never had the opportunity to meet either of my parents. And that's something that I struggle with daily. The guilt that I carry that my child never got to know my incredible parents can sometimes be enormous. But the reality is, I didn't really get to know either of them. And I have a lot to unpack there. I grew up on the South Shore of Long Island. I've lived up and down the East Coast, from Baltimore, Maryland, to Tampa, Florida. And I made my way back up to Connecticut upon learning that my father was diagnosed with terminal cancer. These journeys alone have provided a foundation for learning how to start over learning how to create a life and navigating the challenges of adulthood. One of my goals is to provide hope that you can go through tremendous loss and trauma and heal. At the foundation of all of it, as a career coach, it's my hope to provide peace of mind to those who need it, that life continues to happen and you can and will get through it. With the right support, an incredible village, anything is possible. I plan to interview guests throughout our time together, which will not only include friends and family members, but Throughout my career, I've been really lucky to connect with some incredible people that are, in many cases, experts in their fields. I also have a team of amazing interns that will be a consistent presence throughout our episodes. They actually teach me more about myself every day, and I'm thankful for their insight and teamwork. Part of my vision with this podcast was to provide a voice for our younger generations to learn from. But the reality is, we continue to learn from each other. We all just need to be willing and vulnerable enough to remember to pay attention to one another and be willing to listen when the other voice is one that we may not necessarily agree with or even understand. 
This podcast is about growth. I'm looking to share multiple perspectives with the hope that we come away from our conversations with better insight, more empathy, and greater understanding that we all come from different experiences and paths. Often people get frustrated, myself included, feeling that no one understands what we're going through. But if we haven't worn the same shoes or walked the same path, how could we possibly understand? Well, with empathy and compassion, something that I've felt over time has begun to diminish. We all have so much to learn from each other. We just have to step out of our own shoes for a moment. And at the end of the day, just being kind. That's what I hope for. For we truly will never know the journey of another and the struggles they might have. And my biggest goal with this podcast, honestly, is for some of you to maybe be able to say, huh, I never thought of it that way. That to me is growth of one's perspective. But I guess one of the biggest questions would be, why me? Why a podcast? Honestly, if you would have told me a year ago that I would be starting my own podcast, I think I would have laughed at you. I'm new to this world of podcasting, and this was never something that I sought out to do. But when COVID hit, and I found myself literally walking in circles in my cul-de-sac, I felt like a little kid in a candy store. I searched for everything from careers to mother loss to law enforcement. But honestly, the more that I searched, the more lost I felt. I was looking for a voice that I simply couldn't find. And I eventually realized that voice was mine. You know, I've always had the vision to help others. And even in the earliest years of my career in sales, something was always missing. When I was in my mid-20s, I moved down to Tampa, Florida to be part of a new initiative with my company's corporate headquarters. It's funny to think back now that it was literally the beginning of the internet. But when I got down there, I found myself in a newly established apartment working within a call center across the country. I was miserable. I needed to be face-to-face, and I was not happy sitting in a cubicle cold calling all day. I remember calling my dad, feeling very discouraged. And I said to him, dad, I'm just not happy. And he said to me, honey, you're not supposed to be happy. You're just supposed to work. Okay. So even to this day, 25 years later, imagining that conversation leaves me frozen in time. That conversation is one that has stayed with me for decades. In some ways, I wonder if it was that conversation that guided me to one day become a career counselor and a coach. And it's funny how life comes full circle. I know he's smiling down on me right now. He knows I was always right about this one. Now, keep in mind, my dad was one of the biggest influences in my life. He was someone that I admired and I truly looked up to him. So much so that I often thought when I was younger that I would one day follow in his footsteps. But little did I realize, however, we had very different size shoes and very different tastes in careers. My dad was a French immigrant. He started his career in the mailroom of Smith Barney. He worked his way up the corporate ladder doing things that he used to say no one else wanted to do. He was a numbers guy. He was very analytical and very introverted. He taught me the value of hard work and always discussed the importance of continuing my education. You know, my dad came from the generation that stuck with a career for decades. And while there are certainly those who still follow the same lead, it's not as common in the younger generations. I could talk about that for days, and I probably will talk about that at some point, but not today. I looked up to my dad, and after losing my mom at 15 years old, he was my main career influence. So regardless of my true passions at 18 years old, I went off to college, majored in business and finance, and I never looked back. By the way, this topic alone will need to be its own episode. We have way too much to unpack on that one. So <laughs> with that said, you would think that my dad's opinion would have had a huge influence when I moved down to corporate. You would think I was just sticking out and be happy I had a job. And I always think back to what my dad said. 
I'm not supposed to be happy. I'm just supposed to work. Well, maybe it was my own confidence that I had been slowly starting to develop, but I knew in my heart he was wrong. What he said that day never sat well with me. No sooner I discovered an opening in the corporate training department of the National Sales Center, and I never looked back. I found my place. At least that's what I thought at the time. I came to find that corporate training, just, it just made sense to me. I don't think there was ever a day that I didn't truly love what I was doing there. And it's funny, however, when I called my dad to tell him about my new position, the first thing he said to me was, you're overhead. When they start cutting, you're going to be the first to go. And you know what? I didn't care. How many of you have put off exploring a field because someone else told you not to explore it? They might say there's no money in it, but is money the reason that you're interested in that particular field in the first place? Think about that. I've seen this time and time again in higher education, a well-meaning advisor advising against a student going in one direction simply because they probably know nothing about it or even a well-meaning parent. That's important. Now, when I went into sales many decades ago, I was often told how much money I could make, right? That's great. But was that what truly motivated me? Don't get me wrong. Money is important. But is it the true motivating factor that drives me every day? No. Helping people is my driving factor. What's yours? Have you thought about that? So you would think that at this point that I discovered corporate training, I'd be settling into a long and satisfying career. Well, life doesn't always follow the exact path you planned for, now does it? It was only a few years into my corporate training chapter that I ended up walking away. Not because I wasn't happy. I walked away because I was happy. You see, back in 2001, I was honestly at the height of my career as a corporate trainer. But 9-11 happened and everything changed. I changed. My priorities changed. Two months after one of the most horrific events in the history of our country, I got married. And a new chapter in my life began. No sooner I made the decision to walk away from my consulting role after being offered to travel to London for a long-term assignment. It was an incredible opportunity, but I knew it wasn't mine to take. Now, that decision led me to one of the most important career chapters of my life. I always knew that I wanted to make a difference and help others figure out their path. And this next chapter led me there. You see, my own path has been filled with so many twists and turns, and I've learned some valuable lessons, and I'm confident that I can help others. I'm now 48 years old with two advanced degrees, multiple certifications within my industry, and many years of experience both in corporate and higher education. I've had to make some tough choices along the way, and I'm confident that many of you have struggled with some of these choices as well. I understand the feeling of taking a risk to go into a new industry only to realize it probably wasn't the best decision. I started my sales career at automatic data processing selling payroll. And after a little over a year, I took a big risk to enter the financial services industry. I ended up sitting for my series six, my 63, which by the way, took me a couple of tries because again, remember I said before, I'm not a numbers person, but I think the glamour of, Ooh, just like my dad selling mutual funds and annuities, that was the big picture that I was thinking about. Oh, I'll be able to sell mutual funds and annuities. I never thought about what that actually entailed. I just liked the idea of it, right? I thought at the time I was truly going to follow in my father's footsteps and become a huge success. But guess what? I hated it. Every second of it. I was not meant to manage other people's money. I couldn't even manage my own. It lasted nine months and I finally resigned without another job. I understand the feeling of being unable to pay my rent after taking such a risk. I remember asking my father for money to cover my rent, and he said no. I remember feeling lost 
embarrassed, and disappointed in myself for letting my financial choices impact my life so much. My roommate lent me the money that month, and I will never forget feeling so embarrassed. Never again. But you know what? I needed that reality check. And I'm thankful that my dad said no to me many years ago. Little did I realize how much he had helped me that year. I learned to stand on my own two feet and how to be truly hungry. For all the parents out there, let your children fail. As hard as it will be, failure is critical to building character. And from that moment on, I never looked back. And I was determined to find my place. Now, at the time, being unemployed by choice, I went to a recruiting firm for assistance. And much to my surprise, they actually recruited me for their company. That is where it all began. My passion for helping others find their own career path. I just didn't know it at the time. And what's kind of funny, when you look back at that trajectory, it was the mistakes I made that led me to the right place. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. That's where you're going to learn some of the most valuable lessons. When I began my career upon graduating college, I didn't realize the foundation that was about to be built. You know, this was the time before internet, before Y2K. I know many of you that are my age, you understand that phrase, Y2K. It was before cell phones. The world was a very different place, very. But as my career progressed, I also learned a lot along the way. I learned about different industries. I learned about, you know, the differences in sizes of companies, how to survive a merger and an acquisition, how to handle rejection. I learned how to be uncomfortable. I took big risks and I stepped out of my comfort zone. I made good choices and bad ones. But all of these choices were part of my own career journey that's created a foundation of understanding so many facets of career growth, which truly guided me to the place that I am today. You know, as, as I reflect on my own career journey, the biggest changes that I've made were never made because I was not satisfied. They were changes I made simply to balance my life. And I have no regrets. I only have perspective. My career could have gone very differently, but at the foundation of my own passion, Helping others, I'd like to say, stay true to myself. And this is my story, my truth, and my journey. I understand what it feels like to walk away from your dream job after learning your father has cancer. As I often say, sometimes life happens in such a way that you make a life decision and not a career decision. Making this decision guided me down a road that I am so thankful to have taken, as I truly wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't walked away that many years ago. I understand what it feels like to turn down a huge opportunity to travel to Europe, earn a huge consulting fee, and continue my career as a corporate training consultant, simply because I'd just gotten married and didn't want to be away from my husband. But that decision, however, started my next chapter to earn my master's degree in counseling to start my next journey within the field of higher education. I understand the feeling of walking away from a career that I loved after losing my father to cancer. And it became my responsibility to move my 94-year-old grandmother across state lines. It was during that time that I had to make some very tough decisions. But understandably, my grandmother needed an advocate. And my role as the Assistant Director of Career Development didn't offer the flexibility that I needed to serve in that role. That decision sucked. I loved my role there. The students, the staff, the university. But as I've said before, sometimes our journey dictates the direction we go. And life happening will often lead the way. Making that decision ended up being very serendipitous on so many levels. I stepped out of my career for a time and took a role in cancer advocacy as a campaign coordinator, a role I was clearly overqualified for, but I was working with dear friends, I was serving a cause I was passionate about, and on the career end, I was learning an entirely different industry. 
And I could then add nonprofits to my repertoire of knowledge from a staffing and career counseling perspective. But in 2009, when my son was born, something shifted. I never had a plan to stay home with him, and I didn't quite know what a stay-at-home mom was supposed to do. I was raised by a working mom that I lost very young, and quite frankly, I was terrified. I had every intention to stay out through my maternity leave, go back to work at the Leukemia Society, and eventually find my way back into higher education as planned. But the day my son was born, I remember looking across the hospital room at my husband on a work call. At the time, he was a newly promoted detective, and I watched him standing in the corner looking out the window on the phone, and it was as though we were frozen in time. I remember watching him hang up the phone, and I knew in my heart that I would not be returning to work. I knew that with the dynamics of our family, having lost both my parents so young, having one parent home during the early years was the right decision for our family. I don't know how I knew it, but I just did. And that was the day that I became a stay-at-home mom. And I wouldn't give back that time for anything. Now, fast forward 11 years, there's a lot to unpack with all that. lot. Let's just say that this was only the beginning. I recently completed my ninth academic year as an adjunct professor, and I reflect on all of these experiences where I am today. I am so thankful for all of these successes, failures, risks, and more importantly, the play it safes. What has it all given me? Perspective. And why am I sharing all of this? Honestly, because I had to make some really hard decisions in my life, and I know that many of you might be faced with the same issue. And I hope to spend time each episode unpacking something related to careers or something related to life. For you see, quite often, the two intertwine, and you can start out with the most thought-out plan, and as life continues to unfold, you may just find yourself in need of throwing out that perfect plan that you spent years creating. I've often told my clients, if you spend too much time thinking about the final destination, you're gonna miss experiencing the journey. So I welcome you on this journey with me. And I thank you for listening to our first episode. We got through it. Please follow us at Unpacking Perspectives on Instagram and NMD Careers. I am so excited to keep going. And I look forward to hearing from you. And I look forward to bringing some of my incredible guests to all of you. And again, thanks for listening. Until then, 